What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte. Lottie daddy, you know what it is. We're back with another episode, Obvi. This week, we are talking about all the ways that you can become a better dancer outside of the studio. So yeah, I know we think that just taking classes, being in the class, being in the class, being in the class, being in the class is going to make us a better dancer. But actually, there's so many other ways that you can improve yourself outside of the studio that's going to translate into the classroom. And we're going to talk about all those ways. Um, I actually also really love this concept because sometimes we get not like bored taking classes, but I want to say uninspired taking classes and we get stagnant and we feel stuck in a cycle and we think, you know, oh, you know, if I don't go to class, I'm not growing and like shit happens. Sometimes you don't get to class. So in your head, you start this negative feedback loop where you're not going to class. So therefore you suck. You're not a good dancer. You're not a good artist. And it's just not true. So this episode is for my dancers. Shout out my dancers and like maybe my baby artists, maybe people who are like dabbling in like choreography or just want to be more expressive through their dancing and they haven't really found their self yet and they feel like, oh, I'm not in class, so I'm not getting better. I got you. Now, spoiler alert, the last tip is going to surprise you. So make sure you listen all the way to the end. All right, so the first ways that you can become a better dancer that I'm going to throw at you is taking care of your body. Um, there's actually a ton of ways to do this too. So first and foremost, the gym. Uh, the gym can do wonderful things for you, especially if you're a dancer. And we use so many muscles inside of the studio and it only makes sense to work those muscles outside of the studio. They need to be, those muscles need to be properly conditioned properly trained and I always say this I love my like hour classes obviously like it's just like you know my fun pop-ups and stuff but there's no way to really condition and give your muscles the love and attention that they need in that hour it's really just not even it's not good enough so unless you're like really in an intensive type of training that's like multiple times a week for like maybe three hours, three, four hours, something like that, like longer, you're not going to get the focus training on conditioning the muscles that you need to be a better dancer. So you might need to do this on your own. The awesome thing is I feel like there's so much crossover between fitness gurus and dancers. Like you see so many dancers um, becoming personal trainers, becoming um, group fitness leaders and they have packaged workouts together specifically for dancers. So this is something I used to do for my private clients. I just, I don't have that the time anymore to do it, but it's amazing because these trainers know specifically what dancers need and how you can, um, improve your muscle strength or just your mobility or your range of motion, whatever it is that you need specifically for dancers. I also like highly recommend like me me personally, I like to work with um, trainers or um, like if I'm doing Pilates or yoga, something, anything. I like to like make sure that it's another dancer. Like even like my doctors in the past, my physical therapists in the past, I've always made sure that they were 
um, they would work with dancers. So they were familiar with the type of training schedules we had, the type of flexibility and range of motion that we needed in order to succeed in the studio. So that everything that they were giving, giving me was congruent with what I needed. So anyways, getting back to the gym, I propose to you to think about going to the gym or hitting your workout or any type of, um, you know, fitness training that you're doing. I think of it as cross training, right? Cross training as in if you're a jazz dancer, you take hip hop. If you're a hip hop dancer, you take ballet. Like if you're a dancer, you fitness train in some sort of capacity. And I'm talking like all kinds of workouts too, not just like, not just the gym. It doesn't have to just be the gym. It literally could be hit. It could be Pilates. It could be yoga. Um, I know people that rock climb. That's fucking badass. Running, boxing, playing sports. The list goes on. Any kind of activity that's physical, it's going to train different muscles and it's going to help you become a better dancer. Basically, I want you to think about movement as a big toolbox and the more different types of movement that you have exposure to, the more well-rounded you're going to be as a dancer. Also, think about special skills. So anytime you have to go like on an audition or maybe on your dance resume, there's a little section that says special skills and you can literally list out random shit, seriously, like rollerblading, fucking hopscotch jump rope, um, yoga, anything that you do that's a physical activity. Like we are, you want to think we are the professionals for that. We are the people that know how to move our body in a choreographic way for a job. So um, anything that you have exposure to is going to make you a better dancer. But yeah, like I said, all these different types of workouts uh, put really great stress on your body in different ways. So meaning you require a different set of skills. Movement ranges, hand-eye coordination, mobility, flexibility levels, all of it. So also a little story on this. Um, You guys know that my hamstring is jacked up, was jacked up. I'll say that was jacked up um, from like July until like a month ago. And what happened was I it flared up while I was dancing. So I just kind of assumed that dancing you know, fucked up my leg and anything I did was going to ruin it. And I kept getting, getting told to like rest. That wasn't helping. I was more stiff. So then I would go to dance class and I was like, God, this like sucks. So then I got told by another PT, okay, movement. So then I was going to hella dance classes and I was like, dude, all that's happening is I'm, I'm literally getting worse and worse in every single dance class. Like especially if it was a heels class, because, you know, we need hamstrings for that, those kind of those kind of classes. Okay. And so I was taking these classes and I'm like, I am getting shittier and shittier. Like it's well, in my head, I was getting shittier and shittier. Like I know the range of motion that my hip and my hamstring is capable of and it's not working. So I think I told you guys like a month ago, I started working with a personal trainer and I was like, I hope this RIP my hamstring. I really just like assumed I'm like RIP my hamstring because I had put everything fitness wise on a pause because of this injury. And I was like, I don't know if this is foolish getting a trainer who's going to work the shit out of me, but we all see. And like day one with her, I was doing like 130 or something on the leg press. And I was like, 
hamstring not not finna feel good after this. This is really not going to be good. And I was just like, yeah, like I'm definitely not going to be able to dance for the next upcoming days. So I just anticipated it and was just like, fuck it. This is my life. I should shoot. I woke up the next day, bro, brand new leg, brand new leg. I was shocked. I'm like this whole time. All I needed to do was like hit the gym really like seriously. Like, are you serious right now? And I could have, I could have been, feeling so much better I could have been had my range of motion back I could have been dancing to the capability like what and on top of it I think I went to a dance class that same day that I saw her and I was like yo I I like definitely was tired don't get me wrong definitely was tired but I felt so like engaged and my leg felt good and I I had like it was warm, so I didn't feel tight. It was crazy. It's crazy. So since then, I I've had like no issues with my hamstring. It's a little tighter, right? That's like not my good leg now, but like it's like it's it's like eighty five percent better. I'm I'm shocked. So there's your example of how something outside of the dance studio can actually really really help you inside of the studio. Um, I hate that I have to even mention this, but stretching, we all know that stretching is going to make you a better dancer. I shouldn't, I really shouldn't even have to say this, but it's true. If you don't already have some sort of stretching mobility release practice in place, I suggest you look at your planner and see where you can fit it in because it's all like just telling yourself, you guys already know this. I don't want to, I don't want to do the speech right now. Just telling yourself, I'm going to stretch more. All right. And what system are you going to put in place in order to do it? It's going to make you better. Like and it's going to be a slow process, right? Like getting your middle split, getting your right split, whatever. But it'll come. You just need to be consistent. So this is your reminder, friend, to stretch. Even if it's like 10 minutes, that's like truly better than nothing. 10 minutes a day. That's all you need. Just keep it. Keep it like uh, foam rolling is another one that will make you a better dancer, man. This one's painful and I have like a love hate relationship with the foam roller. But honestly, as athletes, we, we got some strong muscles. We got some strong muscles, especially if you're cross training, your muscles are going to get tight and it's going to limit your fluidity in dance class. So I don't even go to dance class without foam rolling, like rolling out my feet with a lacrosse ball, foam rolling. I have this little piriformis stretcher thing that you like sit on it. Ugh, it sucks. I'll probably do that tonight, actually. It sucks, but it works. And I feel so like warm and like engaged when I do that before going to class. It's just like a no brainer for me at this point. On the flip side of doing like active things that can help you. I also want to mention some like passive things as well. One of my favorite passive things to do that's going to help me as a dancer is get massages. And it's so weird. I was opposed to this for like a majority of my life. Like I just started getting massages. I want to say like in the last three years, maybe three years. It really started when I, when I, went to dental hygiene school because that shit was jacking my back and my neck and my arms and my wrists all up. I needed something. I also like, um, we used to go to this place called Stretch You and they like manipulate your body for you. It's kind of like a massage. It's like, it's like a functional kind of massage. I kind of grew out of it because a lot of the um, therapists like 
I was get, I was too flexible. So and plus, I just needed the I needed that I needed that deep tissue. So shout out, I go to um, Thai sports Thai sports massage in Sereno Valley. Shout out Ken, that's my guy. Oh, it's so good. Like it's deep tissue, and he'll do cupping. Cupping kind of freaks me out. I don't know why. Um, and he gets in there and works everything out. And I'm always like, oh, I'm going to be so jacked up afterwards. And I remember one time I went and got a massage on like a Saturday. And on Sunday, I had to teach a, like a contemporary class. And usually like you are pretty sore after deep tissues massages. It's like normal. And I'm like anticipating. I'm just like, all right, let me just, I'm going to be real sore and tender. And I show up to the contemporary class and I'm like, yo, where is my spine? <laughs> where is my spine? I felt so loosey goosey. It was insane. So like now I specifically book massages like the day before my two day workshops that I do in San Diego. So like I have one coming up this weekend and I, I had my massage booked out like for a couple weeks because I'm just like, I need that. I need that fluid spine. So I need to make sure that I, I treat myself outside of the studio so I can do a really good job inside the studio. I also think that like for me, like I said, I'm a dental hygienist. So I am like always cocking my head to the side or like I've got a shoulder that's wonky. Well, I shouldn't because I should be sitting straight. But I know a lot of, of, of you guys, like if you sit at a desk all day, if you if you're a nurse, maybe you're lifting things like this, you need to. And then if you say you did all this work and then you go jump into the studio, you're going to get like jacked up if you're not conditioning your body or getting your body ready for the studio in some way like that. And that's what happened to me when I started working a couple of years ago or like last year, whatever. I started working and then I would go to dance class and I'd be like, yo, my neck is jacked. My back is jacked. My hip is jacked. And I'm like, what is going on? Like I work out, I do these things, but I wasn't doing something else that my body wasn't used to that could help myself inside of the classroom. So that's when I really started to incorporate massages. And I was shocked. I, like I said, I'm not a fan of massages. I get kind of like, I'm very tense and I don't like people to touch me, <laughs> which is so weird. Or like we're dancers. We're so touchy feely, but like, I don't know, get a little weirded up. So, um, but yeah, I found like my, my, my massage therapist and he's the bomb and I just trust him and, uh, he cr cracks me all kinds of way too. Um, also going on to that, another thing that has helped me in the past, I don't do it too much anymore, but acupuncture has given me the same results, which is so weird because I, I don't know if it's like a stress relief type thing. So then I just, I'm not holding tension in my body. So then I'm, I'm actually like feel like I'm fluid or feel like I'm clear minded or what it is. But acupuncture has always helped me feel so relaxed. I think a lot of people get um, like go to the chiropractor too. Like <sighs> chiropractor scares me. I don't know, guys, I'm a big sissy. So I don't go get adjustments. Maybe I should. But I will say this. The um, the family doctor that I used to see, she was sports medicine specifically. Like I said, I, I sought her out specifically because she works with uh, baller, ballerinas and she works with ballet companies. And she would always do this adjustment on my leg where she would pull my leg, like pull it out of the socket. I don't know if it was out of the socket, but it would, she would pull it and then they would be the same length. 
And I always felt like that would that helped me. Like in ballet, you have to be so symmetrical. Um, or dancing, you have to be so symmetrical. Otherwise, you're going to hurt your muscles and everything gets off whack. So yeah, seeing a chiropractor, if that helps you, I think that's something that you can do outside of the classroom that's going to help you inside of the classroom. And uh, this is also a huge, 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 huge passive activity that you can do that will make you a better dancer. And guess what it is? Rest. I like, I, we, we preach it all the time. You guys hear me talk about you need to rest. You need to schedule and rest. You need to make sure that you're resting. If you feel like you're stagnant, if you feel like you've hit a plateau, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed out, you need to take the time and you need to make sure that you're getting enough rest. So like during times when I'm running myself absolutely ragged, so say like there's, you know, a huge workshop coming up and then I'm also teaching a class and I'm also doing some privates and, you know, whatever, taking classes, the whole thing. I I make sure that somewhere in there I get rest because otherwise I'm going to start dancing really shitty. And I know that you can relate to this. Like there's just days where you're like, man, I'm off. Like, why am I off? Girl, boy, do you need a rest? It's okay. I know. I know we're like busy. Like we are, you know, on the go. We we don't like to sit down. We're dancers. We like to move. We like to express with our body. But you have to rest your body. That is something that's really going to help you inside the studio if you're well rested. Taking in external dance content will make you a better dancer. Um, I'm talking about movies, live shows, performances, following dancers on Instagram that inspire you, going to musicals, going to competitions, going to uh, events and being an audience member. I believe this works because it gives you ideas of what you want to do in the dance world and it's going to surprise you. It's it's really important to see people like you doing the things that you want to do um, so you can see that it's possible. So you can see how what their take is on things so you can be inspired. So you can you can put your own spin on things. Maybe, like I said, it inspires you to make your own show or production or enter a competition or create a dance video, some sort of content. All of these new ideas are going to inspire you and spark you to become a better dancer. So I really do encourage you to take in as much dance content as possible. Um, so an example that I will give you guys, I'm kind of corny, but um, sometimes when I'm just feeling like, ugh, like, what is there? What is there for me as a dancer? I just like go on Amazon Prime and like search or like prime movie and like search dance and like look at all the dance videos that come up. And then I just like put one on and it probably has like a shitty plot or a dozen or I don't know. Like I just put it on and um, I just watch it and just kind of like look and see like, oh, like what? That's cool. Like where would I put in? Like maybe I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm maybe I'm dancing in it. Maybe I'm like the person behind the um the camera. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just like an observer. Maybe I'm just like drawing inspiration from this. Maybe I'm inspired by the story. Like maybe I like this style of dance. Like it really, I don't limit myself on what I can receive from the kind of content that I am taking in when I'm watching these videos. I'm just kind of like being an audience member. Exactly that. Um, all of these kind of inspirations, like I said, going to 
competitions, going to events, all of them. I, I, I take that with me and then I can apply it into the studio that, and not even just in the studio, just in like life as a dancer, as an artist, as a creative taking in content is part of the package and it's, it's going to make you a better dancer. Now, as far as some more like intimate, internalized work goes, because I think you should be doing, I, I think you should be doing some sort of journal work if you're a creative. And this is meant to be very intimate and private and part of your growth and not really for like, you would never like write a page in your journal and like post it on social media. Like that's not the point. It's not, it's for you. But I think it's really important to have some sort of practice in place. Like I said, you're not meant to look at your journal and pick it apart or try to be aesthetic. You're meant to use it as a tool to release, to reset your mind. This is something This is something that is really good if you are feeling blocked um, because I feel like it's like meditation. If you sit in it long enough, if you're journaling long enough, if you're free riding just long enough, you're going to start to have some like aha moments. You're going to have to, you're going to start to have realizations about where your mind drifts off to. And then you're like, why is my mind drifting there? It's kind of similar to, I think, freestyling too. You know what I mean? If you're, and like I said, not freestyling to like post, not freestyling to like, you know, create choreography, just like a free write with your body, just like movement for movement's sake. If you sit in your own movement for long enough, you're bound to have some moments where you have realizations and it's going to make you a better dancer. You're going to find out which ways that your body is resisting moving, which ways your body is likes to move and maybe you can use those or not use those or gain some inspiration from them. You guys already know I have a whole episode about freestyling if you want to check it out all about the benefits, but basically freestyling is going to help you create your own relationship with music and movement. It's going to help you practice rhythm. Hello, that's so important. It's also going to be a great way for you to release and express emotions. All of these things, like I said, are not typically what you work on in the classroom, but it's going to make you overall a better dancer. All right. Now, this last one is kind of the cheat code. Are you ready? Looking at every opportunity in your life as a way to make you a better dancer will, in fact, make you a better dancer. Did you catch that? Let me say that again. If you just look at every single moment in your life and say, how can this make me a better dancer? You're going to become a better dancer. You're already just automatically just by having that mindset alone. You guys know mindset is powerful and I think this is such a powerful one to have it's teaching you how to seek opportunity it's teaching you how to find growth on your own it's teaching you how to find areas where you can expand beyond the studio I like this mindset hack it gives me peace because no Right now, I, I haven't gone to dance classes every day. A lot of like the people that I like to train with, like they're on tour right now. Money is like, you know, it's the holidays. So like my wallet is like, yo, girl, we can't do dance classes and personal trainers and uh, holiday gifts for everybody. Like it don't work like that. So 
I am able to like look at my day or like look at my week and be like, yes, I, I could look at it and be like, I didn't go to the studio not one time. I suck. I could. That's a possibility. Or I could look at my week and say, okay, what did I do this week that honestly is going to make me a better dancer? Like say like I just rested all week. That's going to guess what? That's going to make me a better dancer because I need rest. Let me give you let me like give you a, a good example. I'll walk you through my day. So like, you know, I got up. I had to go to work. So, you know, in your head, like how's work going to make me a better dancer? Well, I'm making money so I can pay for dance classes. That's for one. I mean, there's a lot of people that that can't even afford dance classes right now or you know, there's a lot of people that got laid off because of the strike and things like that. And so they don't even have that. So I'm grateful for that. I saw my trainer. Hello, that's strength training. That's going to make me a better dancer. That's, you know, working my muscles, making sure that they're strong. So next time I go take a hip hop class, my knees are not buckling. <laughs> I stretched working on my flexibility. No, it wasn't a whole hour session, but it was a it was a good little session. I did a little foam roll action, working on my mobility, my range of motion. And I worked on some choreography. That's me improving as an artist. I could look at that and be like, oh God, I have to choreograph. No, I get to choreograph. What an honor. I get to choreograph. Like there's so many people that would love to have the opportunity to teach a biweekly class or to teach a two-day workshop. And I get to do that. So I get to choreograph for that. And I get to stretch my artistic muscle. And I love that for me. And also I get to work on my podcast. And I think that makes me a better dancer because I'm working on my community for dancers. So no, not anything in my schedule this week or today or whatever was like me in the studio at all, okay? I freestyled. That was like the extent of it. But even that, even the like a little freestyle is making me a better dancer. Me getting on here and, and having this discussion with you guys is making me a better dancer because no, we are not just one thing. We don't just dance and that's it. We are not just one trick ponies. We are smart we are we are resilient. We are opportunistic. Is that the word I'm looking for? We rise to the occasion. We have some we are multifaceted. I can go on about dancers. We're amazing. Period. Um, but yeah, like if you just, you know, measure yourself as a dancer in terms of how many classes you take. Okay, well, that's great. Like you take a lot of classes, but like what other things are you doing that are making you a better dancer? And what other things are you doing outside of the studio that are making you a better dancer? So guess what? Yeah, you got homework this week, y'all. And I want you to list out all the ways that you are becoming a better dancer that don't include taking classes. It could be simple as drinking water. Like I'm drinking water. Like I'm staying hydrated. Like you get the point. It could be as big or as small as you'd like. If you want to like really challenge yourself, I, I, I want you to do this exercise all week. So like for seven days and just make a list every single day. It really, here's the thing. It should not be that difficult. It's meant to be very simple. It's just a list like in your phone 
every single day. It takes like five seconds, right? But this will really show you if you are committed to finding solutions and to finding opportunities for growth or if you're committed to staying in the, um, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're committed to staying in the like present in like the, I don't want to say low vibrational because it's not bad where you're at, but like that sounded weird. <laughs> That's not okay. It's not bad where you're at, but like, no, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's just going to show you if you're willing to find those kind of opportunities because that's really what you need to do. And and even outside of the studio and even outside of being a dancer, if you are a type of person that can go through life and find opportunity and, you know, growth in all aspects, no matter what it is, like you are going to be such a, a better off and happier. I'll say that a happier, more fulfilled person because you're able to find those little nuggets of opportunity and and not just like stay stuck feeling maybe. So, all righty, y'all. That's what I got for you this week. And send this over to a dancer or artist who wants to pr- improve their dance skills or their artist skills outside of the studio, right? And uh, leave me a like, leave me a comment. Make sure you rate, make sure you subscribe. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, do leave me a, a review because I always read them on the air and I haven't gotten any while and I want to read, read some more. I love what you guys have to say. And um, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>